Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a Jackie Cation, welcome back to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. That's where you can get my CDs. You can get a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. You can uh, get a magnet. If you just want a magnet, hit the donate button for two bucks if you live in the United States. If you live not in the United States, send me three dollars because it's going to cost more. Uh, does that make sense? Yes, of course it does. And uh, some of you have used the donate button lately, and I appreciate it. If you have not used the donate button, know in your hearts that you should donate. And uh, <laughs> because uh, it turns out there's a lot of work happening, uh, and I'm doing it. I'm doing almost all of it, but not all of it. Do you know why? Because here are the credits. Patrick Brady, he fixes the audio. And uh, Vilmos, he fixes the website. And Mike Rickberg just sang the song you just heard. He's going to sing again at the end. i got to take him out to lunch every now and then to pay for that. So uh, you know what you're saying. You know what's happening. Sitting in my living room right now in Van Nuys, uh, Clee Wiggins, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jackie. We've nice met. Uh, uh, we've met at various open mics and uh, comedy events. Sure. And, uh, and also, I did a storytelling show. With your friend and my new friend, Mr. Kevin Avery. Welcome hey to the program. Hey there. How are you? Good. Good. Now, we're going to talk about space. That's yes. what we've decided. Lots of it. I don't understand, Cleet, why your mic is so low. I don't know either. Well. Is it you? It could be me. It's usually me. Is it you? It could be you. It's I'm going to I'm going to turn the rest it's of us down. It's black woman's fault. It's always- <laughs> you blew it. You, yeah. That's that's where I went. That's where I went with it. Clee seems to struggle through life. She, as we were approaching, she told me yes. that she has knocked herself unconscious twice. <laughs> Yes, all my own, Be, completely alone. Yeah, through just being clumsy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once on a parking meter. Yeah, at a parking meter. I've also right been back. hit by a bus twice. What? 22 Fillmore in San Francisco. A bus. <laughs> and did not want <laughs> to take that bus. And was not seriously hurt. I got a concussion the second time. That's so it. the first time just clipped just, and no, moved so down? No, the first time I was knocked 14 feet through the air and landed completely safely. Just embarrassed. I was a child, so it wasn't embarrassing. It was oh, more cared. scary for everybody who was how, watching. How old were you? The first time it happened, I was uh, 10, and the second time it happened, I was 11. Okay. So when you're 10 and 11, but you're not always thing. paying attention. Well, here's the thing. I'm uh, As a child, as an adult, I would walk on the street and read at the same time. Oh, I did that. <laughs> I've also I, broken my foot doing that. Okay, I've kind of fallen. Getting off the bus, getting off the five Fulton. I, I've, <laughs> I've fallen a lot, but I've never, just because you trip. Yeah. It's, uh, but, uh, yeah, I used to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I would walk and read. Yeah, I still uh, do it. Do you know why? Because uh, you got some social skills. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, you're calling it a day. You're saying, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I bring people to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't have to go to them. And those people are fictional That's why you'll characters. see me reading on the wall at the comedy store. <laughs> I like it. I got uh, I got your levels up. This is good. So we're going to talk space, mm-hmm. the final frontier. Um, I said, if you want to bring somebody <laughs> who also enjoys Star Wars or Star Trek or whatever, you brought Kevin Avery. Kevin yeah. Avery was literally the first person I thought of. And then I texted him. And Why he, is that? Why is that? Because we've talked about Star Wars. He and I have talked about Star Wars. And as far as, like, you know, you think, like, do you have a comic? Uh, 
some length, not a huge length, but just enough to know. And I've been to his house, and he's got a bunch of Star Wars stuff there. Yeah, but I feel like whenever I talk about Star Wars, Clee sort of manifests. <laughs> she just pops up. I come to life. Whether it's on Facebook or in person. <laughs> Did somebody say Star Wars? <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. Like on Facebook, I'll I'll throw some. Every once in a while, I'll I'll write a quote from Star Wars or any really sort of action. Typically, I usually it's Star Wars and Hunt for Red October. is which we will quote to each other on Facebook. Oh, what what are your? I've never seen the Hunt for Red October. Oh my god, what's happening? (laughs) Really, it's it's some sort of spy thing, is it not? Uh, Is it a submarine? It's a submarine submarine movie. Okay. It's more of a submarine. Yeah, not movie. a spy movie. It's, it's a more of a political, movie. military-ish thriller. Yes. Thriller-ish, yeah. But w- wait, with all submarine uh, movies, they always run out of air. Is there a no. point where they're no. running out of air? Oh, look no. at them! Look no. at them! Yeah, it's good for them. No, they don't run in air. They they have the reactor issue. There's a, there's there are some problems Which, on the submarine. There are some is it a nuclear. Yeah, it's a nuclear, it's a submarine. nuclear submarine. It's a brand new, never before seen nuclear submarine. You know what? I'm Sean blending Hunt. two movies at once. Uh, I'm what thinking, else are you thinking of? <laughs> I almost said Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington. No, the, <laughs> I know. What's that one? That's um. That's uh, Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, which oh, is also one which, of my favorite. And I'll tell you and something. That's a movie I, I have not seen. Who was in The Hunt for Red October? Sean Connery and, and Alec, Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Okay, because I was thinking it was the Denzel one, and I'm wrong. Yeah, no. no it, the, that is Crimson Tide. That's Crimson yeah. Tide. With, with, with uh, the rich man's Dabney Coleman, uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Don't yeah. you talk about Jack Fleck like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Scott Glenn is also in. Yes, the Hunt as for is Red Courtney B. Vance and my favorite politician actor, Fred Dalton Thompson. Yeah. Wow, Fred Dalton Thompson. What him. else has he been in, and what Die is his Hard political two? move? But I heard two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the um, he's the uh, chief, the uh, state tower, whatever. Oh, that's right. Die Hard's the least favorite. Die Hard Two is the least favorite of all the Die Hards. For real, me. that's Die Hard Three for me. Oh, really? Three? I, don't like- I gotta I go. Lethal like. uh, Enforcer, not Lethal Enforcer. <laughs> that's a video game. Uh, lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, lethal Weapon. Uh, lethal Weapon Pass Number Two. I three is was which three was the South is- African one. Uh, that's the two. That's, that's two. Oh, that was two? my least favorite. Diplomatic then. immunity. I like that one. I don't remember. <laughs> so wait, what was then? What was three? Was the one with Chris Rock? No, three was the one with Rene Russo was introduced as and then as Mel Gibson's and then Chris lady Rock. love, and then Chris Rock comes in number four and he marries uh, has marries there Danny Glover's lethal, daughter. Has there been there a is, five? There is not a five. Okay. Okay. And I doubt there will be. Although there I is think that's for the best. A Ghostbusters. Uh, three coming and a Beetlejuice two, which is dist- and a Godfather five, right? Oh, distressing news! No, Why no, not just jump to six? Godfather <laughs> six. <laughs> my, my brother recently has quoted Rocky five to me Mm-mm. twice. How do you even do that? Well, there's that. There's the <laughs> was it playing while he was quoting? <laughs> was it right? I mean, otherwise he he said um, that uh, whenever anyone asks for help, he always quotes a line from Rocky five. Which is he's like, "Do you need any help?" Or and uh, and and I guess Rocky, there's it's it's this big comeback movie i guess mm-hmm. and rocky um some guys uh wants to fight him in a bar and this one of the guys at the bar says hey rocky you need any help and rocky i guess says it's not a pie eating contest <laughs> and that is the line well first of all i assume it's a it's some sort of slam against that dude that gentleman's fitness uh, and second of all i think it is uh um how you could help someone <laughs> at a pie eating contest. Words of wisdom. <laughs> That's words From to live Rocky by. Balboa. Rocky Balboa, he brings it. What I want to know is what you're quoting from Star Wars on Facebook. 
Where does it? Just it'll be random quotes. What yeah. are your We're favorite both big quoters of well, Star Wars? Kevin, let me find out what is your favorite quote from oh, Star Wars. Now I'm on this. Um, you a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, I can't remember what I. It, it will it, maybe just go. It's something that goes with my mood. Something. Um, yeah, it'd be, his would be, hence tend to be mood related. Mine tend to be just sort of random thoughts. What are your favorite quotes? My from favorite Star quotes. Wars? Uh, one of my favorites that I like to quote a lot. Um, is you're not going to frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Lord Vader. Your sad oh. devotion to that ancient religion. Yes. That helps you conjure up the stolen data tapes. Oh, that or is a, that is a, that's a good one. the rebel's hidden fortress. <laughs> wow. Okay. Who's, who's still listening at that point? Wow. I'm just saying. It's yeah, a good nobody, one. Nobody is listening. <laughs> but I do like, my I do family like. hates it. Oh, your family hates my, it? Oh my, especially, I have a bunch of cousins because my mom has a... T- you don't, you don't, a ton are, of sisters. Are they, are they super religious? And then no. you saying your commitment to that ancient religion no, we're sometimes not, would my, be the worst. No, my grandfather's the, the only, but was the only religious person really on my mom's side of the family. The rest of us. And he was killed. Uh, yes. And he's dead. <laughs> by being 94. Out. Yes, he was killed by that. <laughs> so not a life cut tragically short. Uh, no. So, all right. No. Um, but like the rest of my, especially my female cousins, um, they're not sci-fi. Like my, my mom is a big sci-fi person. Okay. But the rest of them, and then one of, and then her sisters are to varying degrees. My mom is probably the most. Right. Um, but none of my cousins are into sci-fi okay. at all. Black so whenever you bring you it up, to, you have to bring. The so sci- especially my female to... cousins, because we're all around the same age. We're mm-hmm, all between mm-hmm. like thirty and forty. Um, they tease me relentlessly <laughs> about just your love, of just my love of Star Wars. They, I get nerd every Christmas. Well, that happens to every Thanksgiving, every my, Easter. My brother and I, we quote Lord of the Rings to the point where we have siblings and relatives, and he has kids yeah. that are like, "I quote Dad, Lord of the Rings as well." Dad, stop it! And you're like, "Well, what would Galadriel do? Let's find <laughs> yeah. out." You know, yeah. she would diminish and go into I, the West. I quote the I quote the movies uh, for Lord of the Rings, and like when my cousins and I don't help myself by. When my cousins tease me about a Star Wars, I then respond with something like, I will smote your ruin upon the mountainside. And then... Oh, right, right. <laughs> what? I, I don't even know what Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> what you've done is I you've mixed your metaphors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And right. then I don't help them. And they're, then they're like, oh, you're terrible. Like, all well, of my cousins well, are going to... Or a couple of my cousins are going to Paris later in the month. And I go, bring me back something. And they go, there's no Star Wars junk in Paris. Uh, there is, actually. Because <laughs> there is a Disneyland. There is a mm-hmm. uh, French Disneyland. And they have a Star Wars uh, exhibit. Yeah. These cousins will be going to, like, the Chanel founding factory and stuff. Which has a Star Wars section in it. <laughs> I'm looking for... Oh, if they made, like, something Star Wars Chanel, I would buy it in a heartbeat. No? Oh, you dropped your headpiece there. Oh, right. Been a lot. You gotta put your... The safety thing on the microphone. So, wait, um, what... Well, quickly, Clay, let me just ask, in what situation does, um... We're not frightened of your of your sorcerer's ways. Come up. How does that come up in conversation? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be if somebody is like, you know, talking shit or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, and then you'll just put the hammer down. Yeah. With that, that that <laughs> will does, shut does that work? <laughs> no, of course it doesn't. We're not afraid of your sorcerer's ways, and they're like, wait, whoa, what, what's what is, right. what's happening here? You are creeping me out. I do have to go. <laughs> does this person have something we don't we should know about? What? Are they Wiccan? Yeah. What's happening? Mm-hmm. It's a so, Kevin. What uh, I. I do like that you're quoting the first of the, you know, episode mm-hmm. four. That's yes. nice that it's episode four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I have a lot of, I do, um, I actually just quoted it the other day is that I had a crazy, what I've recently learned is that I have um, sort of crazy lady brain sometimes mm-hmm. or relationship brain, I guess it is. You know how like oh. your people are in relationships and I guess, and I've heard 
other friends of mine. I've never been in one before. This is it. I'm living oh. it day to day. And uh, happening right now. We're happening right now. But and right and so yeah and so you think to yourself, well, how, you know, how am I going to ruin this? Mm-hmm. You know, is is a recurring th- random thought that every couple of years comes in, and I'm like, wow. Uh, that is the committee meeting of Princess Leia that mm-hmm. nobody needs to be any part of, right? Yeah. <laughs> because it's weird, right? <laughs> I am not a committee, but there yes. is a committee meeting going on in my brain box uh-huh. mm-hmm. for some crazy reason. Hmm. And so, what? Uh, do, where, where where do you pull? Like, what are your favorite scenes? Um, in in Star Wars, you know what's one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars is when they come out of the trash compactor. Yeah. And they're all three just kind of arguing. Oh, <laughs> there's just that. There, nothing's happening. They're just all. They've all just had it with each other. Like, what the? Like, let's just get out of this space station. Female advice. Yeah, you know, like that's such like, a great. Talking so much. He's yelling at Chewbacca. Chewie, come here! Like everyone just had it. I love that. That's that is it's yeah. sort of like it's that that scene where everybody loses. It. It's like on in that movie Speed where they all start arguing on the bus for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, come on, Gigantor, and you're just like, why are you guys arguing? You're all about to die moments from now. Yeah, I just I love that moments like that between the three of them i love a lot of uh c-3po kind oh. of moments oh. like it yeah what? i like him when he argues with R2. that's that's interesting uh, i like C-3- when c-3po like get pussies out whenever he pussies out it's hilarious yeah he's yeah he's <laughs> i think hilarious. i will stay back and guard the ship because i'm not going out with the throughout empire strikes back he's just always yapping about something. <laughs> no one's listening right, right. to him yeah. no one is listening to him yeah. it's uh, when they're inside that giant worm that's the only time he's it's ever. like han solo is walking away from him in that giant worm um yeah he's just like yeah, yeah. this is no cave that i love yeah. i love that the chances of surviving an asteroid feel so like i like that he's <laughs> screaming in the background <laughs> going through that just ah, ah! Like, like, so he's like just yammering like the empire may be gracious enough to grant us and then he's like Leia's just like switches back it's, and yeah. turns them off it's she's like the, shut like up. a lot of people know like like the sort of the real obscure characters mm-hmm. like in the bar when they're negotiating in the beginning mm-hmm. and then like all the officers on each of the ships and stuff mm-hmm. I haven't I I there's part of me that's kept Star Wars in a bit of a, a glass box because if I watch it again knowing too much now mm-hmm. about movies and having to have read too many good books yeah and George Lucas driving me kind of insane oh. with redos. So I only watched the original cut of the original trilogy, and that is it. I do read the books, though. Oh, do you? Yeah. I've read um, almost all the – yeah, I've read all the Sith books except for the ones that take place after Return of the Jedi. But I read, like, the prequel Sith books, so the Darth Bane series, The Lost Tribe of the Sith, okay. and Darth Plages. And then I've also read um, – you are hardcore. <laughs> and I've also yeah. read the Bounty Hunter Wars, which are basically like, what was Boba Fett doing while everybody else was having their adventures? Oh. And so, because it takes place like a between. a spinoff. Yeah, it's a spinoff. And it takes place between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Okay. Okay. And, Wouldn't it be awesome if it was And it, it starts out with him escaping from the Sarlacc pit. You know, okay. in Return of the Jedi, he falls into the thing. Mm-hmm. He oh, right. blasts his way out of that mug. And it starts with him being like half dead and found by this chick who needs his help. And he's like, I'll help you, but only because I know who you are already, even though she, you you know, I, you don't know who you are. And I know there's money in it for me. Hmm. So, wow. Yeah, I'll help you, bitch. If you I always me. heard that he escaped. Yeah, he does escape. He, and he was, wait, and he, he was, he but he was never a good guy, right? No, he was. Well, the, he's uh, on Boba Fett. He's not a good guy or a bad guy. He's on Boba Fett's side. Whatever Boba Fett, whatever is yeah. best for Boba Fett. Okay. Is whatever he'll, he's whatever he'll, like the, he's a bounty hunter. Yeah, the, he's a Han Solo before, yeah. before he starts fighting for the rebellion. He's Han Solo if Han Solo was incapable of love. 
Is that his story arc? He, Boba Fett's just trying to find love? No, Boba Fett is, has no interest in love. I'm love wait, is meaningless for, love. for him. Did, does he ever find love? No. Oh, he has that no interest. Would be the best. There's no money in love. Mm. You can't monetize Well, it depends on what kind of love, love you're looking for and well, what time true of love. night you're you can't out and about. It. Right. You, right. <laughs> We got we, we to gotta go with true love. True love is, you could fall into some money, but then it wasn't yeah. because of love. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. because you happened to fall in love with the princess who happens to, to be, be inheriting everything. Yeah. Sure, yeah. That's, sure, that'll that's happen. Like the deal. daughter of Queen Amidala, Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> the queen. <laughs> I, I was like, who are you talking about? I kind of, oh, I tend you to, mean, you weeded up. Queen Amidala, tried to, I tried to, I tried to block the. Oh, the prequel. Anakin's baby mama. Yeah. Yeah, Amidala. Is, are there any good? <laughs> are there any good uh, quotes from any of those prequels? Um, the prequels, no. I mean, well, the prequel movies, no. They suck balls. Yeah, <laughs> they make me apoplectically angry. They're all those movies are boring. Oh god, right. just boring, and racist. <laughs> you know, about about what? Oh, the the, the Gungan th- racist, I the water, I the know, shop I owner just, racist. I just I feel like <laughs> the trade federation. I didn't have those issues with it. Like, I didn't oh, feel I, that that was a problem. I just oh, was, like, really? Why the Trade Federation got to be fucking full of a bunch of tightwad Chinese people? Why the why, junk but, shop owner, but, this, the guy who, what, who owns basically what's akin to a space age 7-Eleven, got to be a Middle Eastern guy? I like, just feel like, well, that oh, was... You fetch a good price, I think. Hello, my friend. Like, come on, man. I think I watched For you, my friend. Lot, I think I watched <laughs> it with talk. a lot of naivety. But I just wasn't looking for any of that stuff. Like, the whole Jar Jar Binks thing, I just went... Look, I just hate him all around yeah. for what he is. And the the two the Trade Federation dudes, uh, I didn't look at them and go, those guys are Asian. Like it just never until <laughs> yeah, I didn't, someone I didn't I, you it just up. I didn't notice that they I didn't know that they were Asian and you know what I don't see race. But you <laughs> know what? About me. But you know what? What's wrong with them being Asian? <laughs> well, because like it was like all of the sort of non white ish stereo like characters were stereotypes. They weren't just. But all the like, all why the, couldn't he be? You know, like all the Jedi's were 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 white except for one, except guy, for right? Sam Jackson, right? Well, and no, that's they're it. Much aliens. But, but they're I mean, all they, aliens. But they, were, but they were all played as sort of like I'm Caucasian, even though my skin is green, or I'm Caucasian, even though it, I'm a Twi'lek or whatever. It, yeah, if you, if you look at it like that, I see how you're building that. It's but it's it is. It is but I didn't like because totally everybody see it that way. That. But it like the more I watched it, the more I saw it. Like the first time I saw. Well, that's it, your problem is that you've watched it <laughs> yeah. more than once. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, what are you doing? Now, granted, see, in the first time I saw him, the first um, episode one, um, I have to say I was high on hashish. Um, <laughs> which all, all you saw was race. Yeah. You were so like, I actually didn't happening? notice it, except for in Jar Jar, I didn't notice the other. And the junk shop owner, to some degree, I didn't notice it the first time. And then when I watched it again, when I was completely sober, I'm like, this is the most racist thing I've ever the seen. The junk shop owner guy, I, I could see George that. I love George Lucas. I could see, the, I could see where you would the junk shop owner guy <laughs> and be like, well... All right, but, but I just didn't pay. I wasn't paying attention to it, but I was just so into the movie the first time. <clears throat> then the second time, I was like, I I'm kind of bored by this, right? And so, but I still just I wasn't paying attention to any of that stuff. But I, we, I I like the I like the the argument that they're all aliens. You know that mm-hmm. we're not supposed to. I mean, you're though, not supposed to, which is why right. I was bothered by but it. But then you see the hierarchy when they write these things, or they cast them. You know, mm-hmm. when they're writing it, there shouldn't be any hierarchy. It shouldn't yeah. matter who plays who. Yeah. Like uh, Wyatt Cenac was talking the other night about there was some Filipino woman who wanted to play a Hobbit in the new Hobbit movie, mm-hmm. but they they said she was too brown. Oh and but all the hobbits are brown yeah. in the books. 
Yeah. Only Are after they? yeah, and what, yeah, what in the books, yeah, they're, in Return they're of the King, there's more blonde kid uh Hobbit kids born in the the spring after they find the white tree and the mm-hmm. Aragorn is returned to the yeah. kingship. But there's but they're all they're, like they're all sort of brownie. Yeah, they're brown with hairy feet, and they're just—I mean—they're little gnomey looking dudes, yeah. right? I mean, and they were outside a lot looking for food, <laughs> right? They're constantly <laughs> hungry. But I mean, yeah. So I mean, it was like—it's always weird when it gets to casting that like the heroes are white ethnic? guys. She might have been too. Eth- she might have been too they Filipino probably- looking, and not um, yeah, I mean, whatever else. She needs Hobbits to look, look like a rock. certain way, just like you know, Irish people. White people look a certain way, or right. you know, people look. I mean, a certain... and they tried that offbeat casting with that movie. Um, Imagine where LL Cool J plays like Robin Williams' son or some oh. nonsense. But imagine, like, like, what is going on here? If, imagine craziness. you're uh, you're walking through the Shire and there's just a black dude, just a black hobbit, right? Hanging sure. out. Like, you'd be the weirdest. Well, you'd be like, like, whoa, whoa, go back to that guy. I was actually having right. discussions. I want to do somebody. see a backstory on that guy, but I think that because yeah. I mean, all all ant like all animals, people are animals, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all you know, dogs, whether it's a bird, I mean, they're all they all look different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why wouldn't hobbits all look different, exactly. you know? I was actually talking about, about somebody the other day when I was watching uh, Star Trek. And um, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. how um, all Vulcans should actually be black because they come from what is essentially a desert, like an African a planet oh. that basically has the climate of Africa. Really? And so like, if it's so, so hot. It's so hot. Wouldn't they all be vaguely sort of darker, darker just because and of nappy evolution? Didn't they live in underground, though? No. They don't live. No, they they were not. They didn't live, mold I mean, people. not. Un- <laughs> what just happened there? I mean, they, they, are, they build your, their your Vulcan uh, knowledge is like some of their buildings are built into the sides of mountains and caves. Yeah, that's what I'm purposes. going off of. But, Wait, the Vulcans but, I mean, did that? The Vulcans, some of their buildings, oh, okay. but some of their buildings are just regular dwellings like mm-hmm. this and futuristic spiry things. That's mm-hmm. what I always think of them, kind yeah. of in like well, some sort would, of university would, situation. Yeah. <laughs> is where I tend very fancy space age university. Right, right. I mean, they're no Cardassians, but but they would all be like much. They would all be at least like. Middle Eastern-y looking at the minimum. Right. As opposed to, like, vaguely Asian. Mm. Are they, they would be a little bit higher on that subcontinent. I feel... Go a little bit more. I, I kind of like the idea of the as vaguely Asian because it is it is a, a problem Asian of is casting. Close, it isn't a problem of, of the writing. Because whenever yeah. you read a book, you're like... I'm not, I, I have a vague idea of what this dude looks like, mm-hmm. but I don't ever really think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they start making a movie out of it, there has to be some casting lady mm-hmm. who's working tw- 27 hours a day. To what is in your head? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Like, oh my God, maybe they know what they're doing. Right, right. <laughs> right. It is, but I think it's a hard job too. Yeah. Which is why, like, I think why comic book movies succeed much better in that way than. Well, remember the, the hoopla said. about Thor, mm-hmm. about how, uh, Sondheim. That wasn't his name. <laughs> Helm, Helmdale? Yeah, Chris Hel- Helmsworth. No, no, it was no, no, Heimdall. Heimdall. Oh, Heimdall. The, the guy, the, he was oh, black. So oh, yeah. yeah. In Thor. And, uh, but the thing is, in Thor, that, that the Norse gods were not actually Norse gods That's is what the Marvel. Out to me, yeah. yeah. And, but it's the same thing as like, why is Harvey Dent white in all the other Batman movies, except for the original Batman movie where Billy Dee Williams plays him? Mr. William December Williams. Because they could get anybody. But I mean, why Aaron Eckhart? Why not Don Cheadle? They well, sure, but they're not yeah. thinking about that. And most people don't know who Harvey Dent is. 
I think most people know who Harvey Dent is. I think most people, most people don't, don't know. know. I, don't, I don't think most people don't, I didn't, maybe don't always think of they don't is play Harvey Dent with Two-Face. But Two-Face is black. We all know this. We all know Harvey. We don't know. Well, we, don't we don't all know, know Two-Face is black, but we all know Harvey Dent is black. We've all heard anybody of who knows Anybody who knows who Harvey Dent is knows he's supposed to be if black. If you are some guy in Hollywood who gets or a job Or you could just say, if you've only seen the movies, why? how did he go from looking like Colt 45 to Mickey's? But they don't. But they don't have any frame of reference. They're not a bunch of comic book readers. But if, even if you've only it's seen the Batman 20, movies, it's just a twenty-three-year-old dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just some twenty-three-year-old I mean, man only, or woman yeah. who's, if you've who's only seen in the development. Only Batman movie you've ever seen is the Christian Bale Batman movies. That's one thing. But if, if you've even seen the nineteen eighty-nine Batman movie, if you and saw, equate that, that Harvey Dent in that movie is supposed to be the same Harvey Dent that's in the Christian Bale movie. But there's no continuity. No yeah. continuity. But it's the same character. It's like it, Batman looks virtually they're always, the same. They're always I know, reinventing but, all those things. Though. Yeah, and it's the also, Joker looks kind of the same. It's Why really, isn't Harvey Dent is a completely different race? Well, wait a minute. That's crazy. Wait, they about, don't know. I'm all talking about races that like Yeah. They don't know. But that's what I'm saying. They don't know who he is. For all I know, Billy D. Williams is stunt casting. If I'm just some guy, you know, they just we got Billy D. Williams, make him Harvey Dent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't Billy know Harvey Williams Dent is stunt casting. Not when you get a famous casting, person you know, to like, you're just psyched to get somebody. Was having um, what's his name Koch play the mayor. That's stunt casting. But it's it's still a big deal to get, have Billy D. Williams to get. It is like a get. That's yeah, what stunt casting is. Billy yeah, D. Kinda. Williams was in general. You, yeah. you okay. weren't. You weren't like. And what's Billy D. Williams' movie going to be this year in 1989? Yeah, you weren't. That's why it's not stunt casting, though. Because, but you, but stunt casting was having Harvey. What's his name? Koch, uh, Ed Koch, play the well, mayor. What, my point is, it's still a big deal. You have. Look, we got You're Billy like, D. Williams. Oh, Billy D. Williams took a break yeah. from his heavy yeah, but if, schedule I mean, of promoting Colt 45 to be in Batman. But, but it was like it would. It, I mean, if if you got anybody to play anybody, like if you're like, oh, George Clooney. Do you think mm-hmm. we could get George Clooney to play somebody's dad in this mm-hmm. Disney movie? Yeah. That's stunt casting, right? So, That's true. So yeah. it could, I mean, you could it cast it as anybody. Guess, I mean, it's like if Dirty Harry were cast as a black man, mm-hmm. then it would, everybody would go, oh, okay, it's just a reimagining of Dirty Harry as yeah. a black man. Yeah. So but, why I mean, can't you do a reimagining of, of Harvey Dent as a white man? Well, because every other character is the, is the sort of race and general appearance of how they appear in the comic book, with the exception, the Did glaring you, exception of Harvey Dent. That's my only. I I, I don't I don't know enough game. about Batman. Uh, uh, well, I, like I the think, origins of Batman. And I all actually that thought stuff. this before I met Ed, but Ed is a huge. Uh, that would be Ed Grimm, my boyfriend. Oh, there you go, Ed Grimm. Uh, uh, he's a huge Batman fan. Mm-hmm. But I did think of this before, and then we had a big old discussion about it. He was more. I actually took the other side of it. Like, why? I actually was taking your side of it. Just be, well, no, be what, whenever your loved one comes up with like, what did Andy say the other day? He said this is the best pop song ever, and it was a Tears for Fears song. <laughs> and all I could think to myself is, maybe it is. Maybe is this because I? He might be. He might be right because I love him. And you're like. He might also yeah. be wrong, but uh, but I don't know anything about pop music, so <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but so when Ed Greer, your loved one, says, yeah. "Hey, this is this is a, an outrage. This is the way it's supposed to be because yeah. I've been following Batman since I was born." Yeah, and you're like, "Well, I bet you he knows more about Batman than anyone I know." Yeah, so like I don't yeah, like. And I did. Wait I mean, a I'm minute. Like, I'm like, okay, wrong with it. but I Harvey did- Dent was recast in the third or fourth Batman movie. I, Two-Face was Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, that's also, that, that was, I think that's how it started is I was watching that Batman on <laughs> That's where it all fell apart. And you know what it is? Tommy Lee Jones was a get? Tommy Lee Jones was some Tommy sort of Jones stunt. Tommy Lee Jones makes sense as a stunt casting. And that's not, okay, hold on. But, <laughs> okay, and I said, I and I think how the whole argument with Ed got started was, I said I liked Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, and then he went on a... 
okay. tirade. So what, <laughs> wait, what is Kevin? But, okay, let, forget. The, let's forget the term stunt casting. It's it's just for the first one they got Billy D. Williams, mm-hmm. and and that was fine. Let's I don't think notes. anyone was going. We need a black guy for Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. And obviously, when they... I like that this is completely deteriorated into, like, race. (laughs) Racial (laughs) casting. Let's do that. (laughs) So I think when they... I I just think that by the time they got to make the other one where where their villain was going to be Mm Two-Faced, did they even say it was Harvey Dent when he was played by... Yeah, because they show him becoming Two-Faced. Okay, so they... I don't think they... They just weren't thinking about that when they made the first Batman and they cast Billy D. Williams. So when they decided we want this guy to be our villain, who's who would make a great villain? Who would make our a great Two Face? Well, I think it was the other way. I think that when they cast Billy Williams, they were thinking, well, Bill, he's black in the comic book. Let's make him back black in the movie. But I think when they were making the the movie that had Two Face and the Riddler, I think they were just thinking who would be the best yeah, Two Face. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think, and I will give the I will give them that caveat. But I just. And I saw, that's why I said I like Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face in that movie. You know, and it's probably the only Jewel, Joel Schumacher Batman that I liked. Uh-huh. That Wait, the only part about that movie? Or no, the, the only movie? Jewel Schumacher directed Batman movie that I liked was that one. Now, one which with, ones did he do? That one and the one with Mr. Freeze. With, oh. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, wow. 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 I don't think anyone. Movie of all time. That's the George Batman. Clooney one. He did oh. the Val Kilmer <laughs> Batman Didn't and the George, George Clooney have nipples? George, yeah, George, Clooney, was, George Clooney okay. himself even said, I don't think I, I, ever... I think I may have ruined the Batman franchise for right. the next 10 years. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I even saw that one. Oh, it's so bad. It's the worst Uma movie Thurman ever. Is, uh, trying to is it worse than Independence Day? Like, yes. like if it comes on. Hold on. I can watch Independence Day. I cannot watch. Independence Day is a fun movie. It's a fun sci-fi movie. So if it comes a on cable, logical. <laughs> well, a little, a little bit. It's the operating silly. system that the aliens are using that we can interface with it. Yeah, awesome. I but can that's fine with them every day. I can read Alien, myself. right? <laughs> and and then what about um, bat- Battleship? Uh, Battle Battleship Earth? Uh, no, not. Oh, I didn't oh, see Battleship Earth. Did you see Battleship? I tried Earth? to watch Battleship Earth, I and I couldn't make it more than like. That's 15. the John Travolta one, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's based on the L. Ron. Yeah, Hunter I was novel. so excited, and I saw it, and I was like, "Well, okay." Hmm. I oh, tried really? to watch it on because it was you on made Netflix. It. It was no, on I didn't Netflix. like it. It was I on Netflix watched. like maybe ten months ago, and but, I. But you made it through the whole thing. Well, sure, I. How did it was on. I went. I I saw it in the theater. Oh, oh, so you didn't walk out. Hold on, hold on. Safe space. Battlefield Earth was bad until we all saw it. Somebody had to see it. I, I mean, the on the trailer, it just looked like a sci-fi flick. Mm. Okay. I mean, I, did you read it first? <laughs> of course not. Oh, well, Why would I, I, mean, I, don't, I didn't either. I don't know whether... Yeah, I just... I remember... You didn't know what it was. You just saw it was a sci-fi I knew what, flick I knew and you were background. And you I'm, knew its background. And I would... And but I would did like, oh. you know its background? Um, I didn't know much about the movie. I just remember it coming out. I remember it being a big... Sci-fi action. I'd probably been reading a little bit about it before it came out, and yeah. So I knew it was written by L. Ron Hubbard. That was that was strike one. Right. I don't think he knew that. <laughs> that meant, uh, I might have. It, it meant nothing to me at the time. I mean, it sort of became. It came out before all the before everyone was sort of pointing at the Scientology thing and going, "Oh, that's crazy." You know, I think it just in your circles for in sure. In your circle, uh, I mean, yeah, I yeah. was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so you we just were teenagers when that movie came I out. I guess. Uh, sure, but I but, mean, but the thing I is, is I saw movies out. when I was fourteen and fifteen that were some of the worst. I saw a movie called Time Rider, and it was about a guy who could ride a motorcycle so fast he went back in time. <laughs> That's and, uh, amazing. Uh, it's pretty amazing. It was uh, quite honestly, we I thoroughly. All wish. En- <laughs> 
<laughs> he it was red. It, the bike was red. His leather outfit was red. Oh my! And he went back to 1876, and then he had to invent gasoline to get back to the future. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god! Gasoline. That's oh yeah. How a time That's travel movie should be. Is. Awesome. Yeah. Time writer, get out there, people. Okay. <laughs> Netflix. Uh, I don't think so. Oh. I sadly do not think so. Uh, we'll have to see uh, the casting and crew perform it live, I guess. If we, I wonder who it. was even in it. I will put it in the notes, my friends. Uh, but yeah, it's oh, God, I, I, I love, but I love like sort of terrible science fiction, terrible that's why I love fantasy. Westworld is one of my favorite movies. But that's a great movie. But yeah. did you see Future World, which was the sequel? No, I've heard of Future World, but I never I haven't even. I think it's Future it. World. It's uh, that's because it's terrible. Terrible. And uh, <laughs> it is not. Westworld is actually, there's like some tension. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I, it was oh, really well Brenner. done. <laughs> and I, there was a lot of tension. Though. Is Yul Brenner in Future World? Uh, I, he might be. I never saw either of those. Westworld oh. is the is a is it's a like future a fantasy world. island going to shit. It's a fantasy. <laughs> what it is is it's a it's a resort where you can go and pretend that you're a cowboy and you can get into fights and uh, and, and all robots. the and all the robots. Well, it turns out the robots somebody takes the safety off. Mm-hmm. I remember this coming on TV years ago. There's a Simpsons episode that parodies it when they go to yeah. uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land. I think I know oh, what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's really well done. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really good movie. I remember Yul Brenner in like a but commercial for it. But it's super tense. I love Yul Brenner. Do you yeah. love Yul Brenner? Did I you, do. Did He's you, one of my King favorite and I? Sort of, King and I? Yeah, King and I is when I was like, oh, I like that white man. I didn't, uh, I never, he wasn't playing a white man, of course. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't no. even playing one, but he became one of my, what I used to call my white I never husbands. saw the end of it, because uh, I was babysitting, I came back from babysitting, and, and I said, hey, is uh, The King and I is on TV, can someone turn on The King and I? And um, and my stepmother went, you know, he dies at the end. <laughs> my mom was that kind of mom. And I was like, well, I'm never going to see that movie now. That's what's happening. And uh, And he's like, what? And and so I've never seen I've never seen the end of that and I've never seen the end of West Side Story. <laughs> uh, my friend told me this story about how he was um I don't think he was in line for this but he had just come out of some movie and there were all these people lined up to see the movie Presumed Innocent with Harrison Ford. Okay. And Ann Archer plays movie. his wife and it's about a murder and you know he uh, Harrison Ford is on trial for this murder. It's his mistress that was killed. And um, all these people lined up outside to see this movie, and a group of people had just gotten out. A car drives by the theater and just yells, "The wife did it!" and keeps. And everyone in the theater is like, "Oh, oh that is the worst!" It's you know who's who's most guilty of that kind of spoiler kind of crap or comics. Yeah, like like especially like movies that just came out and they oh, want to do a bit about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Usual Suspects, I think got ruined for me. And uh, mostly um, spoiler alert, like after they tell the punchline. I yeah. I tend to do that, but I'm usually mm-hmm. talking about a movie that's 17 years old. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know what? If you haven't seen The Sixth Sense, <laughs> that's not my fault. Yeah. It's, if you uh, haven't heard about it, <laughs> right. you don't even know, you know. Like if you don't haven't even heard the Crying Game. Yeah, like, I've never um, seen the Crying yeah. Game, but I know what happens. Well, He's a dude. But it's been 20 years since then. But <laughs> Well, and, and the thing is, is I was told about the crying game at the at the Oscars. I had not seen the crying game, and I was watching it with my roommate at the time. And he goes, "Oh, it's weird. He's dressed as a man." And I said, "I take it he was dressed as a woman in the movie." And he goes, "You didn't, you didn't." And I said, "No, no. I think the Oscars is the cutoff to when the spoiler is not. Yeah, I should have seen it before the Oscar. Yeah, no, you can tell oh me what happens." God. And uh, <laughs> I want to meet the one person who doesn't know the twist to Sixth Sense. 
Oh, there's somebody out there. Did you did you see it coming when you saw that Sixth Sense? No. I, I saw it early enough that I didn't. Know I saw that with I Ty knew. Barnett. I was on the road. Really? We were Ty somewhere, Barnett. I love we Ty Barnett. Like, I, love Ty Barnett. I just saw him the other day. It, it was. It, it was a huge mind. reveal. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Um, Everybody else in the theater got it the first beat. Mm-hmm. It took the second beat for me to get it. I go, <laughs> oh. You're like, what's everyone talking about? Oh, oh right. I see. It was like, it was literally like, I think 12 seconds after everybody in the audience went, <gasps> and then you're and like, I was like, like oh. Wow. <laughs> My, slightly delayed. It's, yeah. uh, the oh. thing about that movie is I always remember. What makes me charming? The scene, as soon as they revealed that, I remember the scene with um, Bruce Willis. Sitting there in the room, who played um, what's his face's mom? Um, oh, it's, it's Connie. Is it? It's no. Connie Britton. No, I thought it was the chick from United States of Terror. What's her name? Yeah, whatever. He's whatever. In the room <laughs> with this with the mom, and I just remember even when the scene came around, I thought it's so awkward. They're just sitting there, not they're not saying anything to each other, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I immediately thought of. Was like, well, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> That was the restaurant scene for me, and I was like, "Oh, he wasn't really there, right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't remember the drops. Scene. Maybe I'll watch. Yeah, it she's tonight. like sitting in the restaurant, and he's staring at her like, "Why aren't you talking to me, uh-huh. bitch? What the hell that is was your it. problem?" That was it. And she's sitting in there like clearly on the verge of tears, like, and like not touching his oh, hand. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's sitting there like their anniversary or something like that. And she's yeah, in that yeah. restaurant all by herself. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. I haven't seen that movie in years. Right. It's no ghost. Um, yeah. I love ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> but there's but there's movies that I'll... It, what I was thinking of Just was the giant bug fighting movie with Neil Patrick Harris as the brain. Oh, Did uh, not like that. That that that's Starship Troopers. Starship, that, Starship like Troopers. That, movie. that and Independence Day are the movies that when they come in rotation and they're in rotation, <laughs> I will watch them. Well, even though there's nothing to do with the book, I won't always watch Starship Troopers, but I'll watch Independence Day. Independence Day, when I when that came out in the theater, I saw it three times in one week. Oh, really? I saw it. I saw it twice on like consecutive days. I was actually by myself in Virginia. But I think that was age appropriate for you guys at the Uh, time, where you're just like, this is the best. Well, it was the most exciting movie to watch. And I went by with myself. An audience. Yeah, you know, it was it was so much fun to watch. People are cheering, they're screaming in the theater. Like it was such an exciting yeah movie, yeah. and uh, it was yeah. hilarious. I remember too. I saw oh, when yeah. I saw Independence Day. I, saw, I snuck into the theater next door after Independence Day was over, and I saw um, Low Down Dirty Shame. <laughs> I saw Con Air twice <laughs> in one week. Wow. Yeah, that was actually an error. Um, so <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that's the one with uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans and Jada Pinkett before she was Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, the, I was thinking of the Woody. What's the Woody Alice, Allen movie? Low Down. Oh, uh, um, Sweet, Sweet and Low Down. Sweet and Low mm-hmm. Down. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I I haven't seen see a Woody, Woody Allen, Allen movie since Hannah and her sister since he married his daughter. It's been very hard. It's been very hard. For me. <laughs> I, I try. <laughs> Midnight to see in Paris looks his, like I might see it though. I try to see all of his movies, but it usually takes me like four to five years after they come out before I'll see them because I don't like Woody Allen but I keep trying to give him a chance because everybody loves him and all these comics love him like how can you not like Woody Allen I'm like I can but I like to be able to say also I've seen all of his movies and I don't like any of them you know <laughs> I I watch um, I, I tend to watch movies that I don't want to watch on fast forward Mm-hmm. Uh, just like so, I can sort of get the gist of Interesting. it. Interesting. See, I'll watch yeah. them while I'm doing something else. Like I'll play a game. Oh, in the background. Like I'll play. It's kind of hard on if it's computer or something like that. Okay, and not like while I'm cleaning the house or something like that. Are you guys watching? I just watched those um, the three giant episodes of BBC, the new Sherlock Holmes. 
I have not. I haven't watched the Sherlock Holmes show yet, but it it it's it's modern, so mm-hmm. it's it takes place like but it's Watson. on Netflix. So I'm, I put it in my yeah. Queue. Well, I I didn't realize it was on Netflix, and I bought it on Amazon. <laughs> so, uh, but it's great because um, they're really well done. He is a tool bag of a human being. Does uh, that Cumber, Cumberbatch? Cumber, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a name uh, that sounds like a piece of clothing. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Watson is an Afghanistan veteran. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so it's really good though. It's really good. And, but it's full of tension. And mm-hmm. luckily, you know, you know, like when you watch a TV with people, they want you to sit there and watch, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, Oh, look at yeah. this. this is great. Mm-hmm. I, if it gets super tense, I got to take a lap. <laughs> uh, I got to get up. I got to go sit over by the computer. I got to just go get a glass of water. And, uh, luckily like to the point where at least with Andy now, he's like, Okay, go take a look. Yeah. All right, I'm going to be here. <laughs> he understands. He gets it. Wow. That's hysterical. Yeah, I it's- don't, I can't, I, I'm one of those people that's glued to it once it's on. I once, can't. And you can't turn away and you're like, oh, yeah. I and hope if it, it, the more tense it is, the better. Oh, like what, like what's your, like some of your favorite, like I need to know what to avoid is what I'm telling you here. Cause, um, I remember seeing Bound and just being like, this is <sighs> but it was so, it, but it, it wasn't and really a, well done. It wasn't a, a, a horrible, horrible tension. It was so like, oh shit, someone's right, <laughs> right, right. Some, yeah, but then there are movies where the tension's so bad, it's so awful, but it's so it's such a good movie. But I'll sit there and if I'm watching with somebody, I'm like, well, I'll grab that person. Okay, like, oh, what's gonna happen? And right. like get all excited. Will that will that help? Because yeah, sometimes that'll break sort of the like tension a little bit. Taking a lap of yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I, and I, I, I have I know another people one. Who are like, free um, the paranormal activity, the first paranormal activity. Oh god. Because it just keeps going. Is it just get ratcheting and ratcheting? Every scene is like. It's, what's it, it called? Paranormal, paranormal activity. activity. And it starts so subtly that you're just like, and the people in it's the movie don't, it's like a found footage movie. Oh, okay. And the people in the movie don't know what's happening until it's gotten to a point where it's like practically in their face, except for like one character. And so do you know the whole time And you that can see it's... the things happening in the background behind them while like they're oh. talking like this. Oh, I will and they're all never talking. watch this And then movie. in the background, terrifying. like, you'll see like that umbrella moving. Yeah. And you'll be like, don't they see that? They can't see it because they're all in their conversation. What is going on? They also and just so for the audience, it just gets yeah. crazy. And they took very normal things yeah. and made them scary. As y- well. you know, like, like how settling it's all of a sudden like that's a monster walking around. Yeah, you're just you're not seeing anything, you're just hearing noises downstairs. Yeah. In an so empty they're asleep. House. Yeah. Oh. You know it's a monster, but they don't know it's a monster. It's just it's the creepiest <laughs> there's stuff there's one the oh, what God. always freaked me out is when there were a couple of times the wife Gets up in the middle of the night. So here, here's what they, they go to bed and you see they're watching through this camera. He's recording the bed. Okay. And the camera and the, the counter is rolling and they go to bed. Good night. And then you lay there and about two seconds goes by and then they just speed it up and then they stop at like three 30 in the morning and you're just like, Oh shit, something is going to happen. <laughs> oh, no. And then the girl would get up and go just, just suddenly walk and go stand over the guy's bed. Just stand there and stare. And it was the mm-hmm. creepiest thing ever, and you're just like, "What in the hell is that?" And then she'd go right back to sleep, and you'd be like, "What the what the fuck just happened?" You know, yeah. like so she was like sleepwalking, but she it was possessed. She would sleep, well, yeah, but she was possessed, and, and she it didn't just know. stuff like that happened. And, and the- she was feeling like something's wrong with me. But mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what. And her husband's like, "You're tripping," and that's why they set up the camera. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the second one was more of the same. But the third one, I haven't seen this. Paranormal three. There was a paranormal activity three, and get ready for four. (laughs) All right. But paranormal activity three 
what they they took it back to when the the wife was a little girl and her sister in i guess 2 and 3 the events in that in those films happen at the same time okay so in the third or i'm sorry 1 and 2 so in the third one they take you back to when the the girl they were kids well what one thing they introduced in the third one was the guy put a camera on a on a fan mm-hmm. on an oscillating fan okay and so it's sitting back here in like the 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 dining or the living room and it's one of those big houses where there's a kitchen there and then there's like a wall with a fireplace okay and then oh cuz you there. see it cuz it's oscillating so there's a camera and it's this way you're looking at the kitchen <laughs> and it moves this way real slow the living room and then you come back to the kitchen and there's some shit there that wasn't there before <laughs> and it's just and you're like what the fuck is and, and the person in the scene has no idea what's going on it oh. is the creepiest shit ever oh my god yeah. i don't know if i'm gonna watch two and three. Oh, it's great oh that seems oh apparently one oh god and they're not slashers right the paranormals no, no they're not they're slashers. spooky they're just spooky mm-hmm. they're okay. like more like like the like the first two acts of Poltergeist. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Which, all uh, by movies. the way, Poltergeist was, I believe, the last mo- scary movie I saw on purpose by myself, and uh, that will be the last spooky movie That's I see on purpose. That's the only scary purpose. movie that I can watch by myself. Right. And I've had because we've done so episodes times. of horror episodes, and they're like, mm-hmm. that one isn't even scary. Are, Are you, you kidding, kidding me? Oh my god! But I was dragged. The braces go all crazy. Well, Silence of the Lambs. That was the oh, last. I. I Fall asleep. I feel like Silence of the Lambs is sort of like lulling me, lullaby music. Yes, it never did it for me. I thought. Oh, oh really? The first time I saw thriller. it, though, it okay. scared me, and it scared me for a long time because I'm like, that could actually happen in real life. Well, that's unlike what I other... didn't like about it because mm-hmm. it looked super, super real. Unlike any other horror movie, like there is probably a guy out there who is doing his Buffalo Bill, getting his Buffalo Bill on right yeah. now. There's a Hannibal Lecter walking around right now. The- well, there's seven billion people on the planet. I'm going to give it that yeah. there's at least two broken bass bastards out there. What the <laughs> yeah. hell? Probably. That's you. <laughs> Those uh, two people exist. I think. I mean, one- they're kind of based on real people already. So oh, right, because they were on the Green River Killer and um and some guy from Wisconsin. and Ted Bundy. Oh no, I thought it was a uh, Ed Gein or, or uh, wasn't or Ed, Ed Gein, Gein or was Dahmer? Con- or... It's an amalgamation. It was before Dahmer, but I'm from Wisconsin. There's a, there's a weird thing that happens <laughs> Dahmer with, sure with uh, we have Dahmer, we have Ed Gein, and yeah. then uh, we have Joe McCarthy. But then we have yeah. a lot of really nice socialists who are all in favor of like you know education and healthcare. Oh, we, got sure. we got the yeah. we had the Night Stalker and we had the uh, Zodiac. We had two Zodiac killers, right? Which I didn't know what the Zodiac was. I didn't uh, know who that was. Was, uh, yeah, I had my, the true crime my episode. grandfather was a cop during the Zodiac uh, crimes oh. in San Francisco. Hmm. There was a second Zodiac killer. Yeah, there was a second Zodiac killer, and but he went to the East Coast. Like he started in California and then went to the East Coast. <laughs> well, eventually you got this. you got to take it to the to the big city and yeah. run up the like, flagpole like and see if anybody really because the, way the crime <laughs> on the Broadway. The first guy would have been way too old to have committed the second crimes, even if he was still alive. Which that sounds was. like an episode of Bones. Yeah, which yeah. I do. I do watch Bones. <laughs> I can't watch it unless it's just it's the only on in the of, background. The only episode of Bones I've ever seen is the one that David Alan Greer was on. Oh right, yeah, I did watch, I did watch that. That it's was the only weird. episode I've ever seen. Yeah. Much like Maya Angelou, um, I have a David <laughs> Alan Greer story, Uh-oh. which uh, we were telling the Maya He's Angelou in Thugs story. The musical, by uh, the way. Is he in Thugs the Musical? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So is uh, was it Margaret Cho? Margaret Cho's in it. Rachel Shrew. Which is the movie that you guys just shot, right? It's a short. How long is it? It is 25 minutes. Okay. And it's going to be in the Los Angeles Film Festival? We're hoping it gets in the Los Angeles Film Festival and the LA Comedy Shorts Festival. We we submitted to a bunch of them. So it should be... 
In something. San and Francisco, then, L.A., New York. And if you go to San Francisco, you're And then yeah. you'll make a DVD for people to sell and stuff? Yes, we will. On KevinAvery.com, probably? Kevin Avery Comedy. Oh, that's yeah. right. I'm sorry, Kevin Don't Avery. Don't go to KevinAvery.com. <laughs> Don't do it. That <laughs> bastard's trying to... That's some bitch on my side. <laughs> right. But you can at Kevin Avery, at Clee Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Those are both the Twitter feeds, right? Yes. At Jackie Cation. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter. Oh, that's right. <laughs> why? I, why do I keep getting them both wrong? I'm so sorry. Right. It's at Clee the... The pimp. Actually, the pimp. I'm having a hard time saying it because I'm 107. Uh, at Clee the, pl- the pimp. Clee the so wait, pimp. I want to hear your, your well, dad tell story. Us David, tell, tell, tell the dag story. Oh, the dag story? Okay, so I record my uh, half-hour Comedy Central special back in the 12th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're backstage um, sort of waiting for things to happen. And um, a bunch of comics just sitting around. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of clears out a little bit. There's a lull. And David Ellen Greer is there. And, um, and he goes, well, who are you? And I said, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Jackie Cation. Hi, I'm a comic. How are you? And, uh, and he goes, good, good. So when you got you tape one of these things. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And, and so he keeps talking to me and finally I go, who are you? <laughs> and he could not have been more irritated that I did not know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, David. Perfectly nice man. Oh, but you. it was a oh, bit of a David. bit of a double take. And he was like, I'm Dag. And I was like, nice to meet you. Oh, Not you. knowing who Dag was either. Uh, because I don't know who anybody is. It's one of the, it's one wow. of my, another charming, charming thing. I didn't know who Breitbart was. You know, the, the <laughs> hater who uh, just died, that, the, the bad guy. I had blogger. heard of him. I didn't really know much. I'd heard him. of him, yeah. I had I heard of his, the things that he had done. He loved a practical joke, mm-hmm. which gets rid of a, a really good organization like Acorn. Mm, That's I a that. fantastic practical joke, sir. What Actually, you do? what you've what done is, you, what was this, th- this thing? He essentially produced like that young guy who dressed as a pimp and brought in the prostitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He, he he was the producer behind that. Yeah. He like made that. Happen. He made that happen. He was a helper. It was completely his idea. He fabricated it and then made it. Yeah. He so, found like, some and actors and like h- hired actors and I like mean, and big Craigslisted them. I think. Like that's how. Wow. <laughs> I don't have a lot of information about it, but I think forty three. It's yeah, a it's just young. It's a very young to die. He just dropped uh, dead and when he had so much hating to do. There's like <laughs> there was so many go. horrible. But like, he was jokes. a really nice guy, and there's a lot of liberals who really liked him as a person, <laughs> which is hilarious. Like that, um, I, those kind of conservatives, even if they're speak like their views are vitriolic and retarded, I can like them. You gotta if know if you're, if you're just a nice guy who just has weird. Um, ideas about the world, well, then I have no problem with you. <laughs> See, I, but if you're I, an asshole on top of it, then I can't get behind you. What you're doing is you're measuring, are you charming enough to make your hating okay? Yeah. Which is done in comedy, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many comics do you know that are genuine jackasses that you're like, that yeah. guy's hilarious, yeah. though. Turns okay. out I tolerate it. Well, yeah. you know, we're also in an age where um, where every all of everyone's opinion sort of matters. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean the, the issues we're dealing with sort of matter. You know, in, I'm like, the, let's say the late 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. even 90s, the shit hadn't hit the fan with this country in a while. Yeah. And there was no internet, there wasn't a lot of that stuff, so... Oh, for the for the mass chatting? Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> all of this stuff, you could and live next to a guy all get together. for years and not know that he... Hated gay people, or he hated oh, right. black people, or he—you just—he was a nice dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, because because nobody was writing down every thought no that came to into their tiny you. lizard mm-hmm. mind, yeah. and there wasn't anything to bring you know the people together. Everybody in that thinks. Way. Everyone wants to tell you what they think. Everyone expresses it, 
And so you're like, oh, I don't know. I have a podcast where I say all kinds of nonsense that I'm like, do I really believe that? Or was I just talking? And it was the 17th hour that I opened up my joke hole that week. And so I was like looking for some sort of reaction. I have close friends who are very conservative. And it's always weird because now the the issues with conservatism are, well, just the issues are, you know, hey, gay marriage and, you know, things like that. Or um, they're they're more social than fiscal conservatism or foreign adventuring. I'm not a fiscal conservative when it comes to certain things, but I can see why somebody would think like it makes sense why certain people. I like the idea of, did you ever see Dave Mm -hmm. uh, with Charles Grodin where where he tries to balance the budget (laughs) and he's like, what is happening with this? This is not, you know, like I would love that kind of fiscal conservative Mm -hmm. where we're held accountable for a hundred dollar, you know, toilet seat covers mm-hmm. sure i'm that kind but of but it's like the social conservative conservatism like this country was founded on like that sort of like those we're supposed to be allowed free. to yeah like, we, we came here so that we could let i it feel all like i out. have a constitutional right to be a jackass yeah, to some extent do. and so it and they, I mean, they have a constitutional right to feel how they feel but i don't understand like we can't like the founders of this country came to this country because they wanted to let it all hang out now <laughs> everybody hates everybody based on someone's opposing views yeah right everyone i'm like i'm not gonna hate them, you because you know. of how you feel i'm gonna be hate you because of how you act now it's a weird thing you know to <laughs> that's i think it's one of the things well, I think people like yeah. about andrew by bird whatever his name was is that he <clears> wasn't he felt certain things, but he didn't act like he had to. Like he had to act a certain way because he had these points of views. Like I'm going to be a. But the things that he acted on. But that, I mean, yeah. But he like, did that within his professional life, and he kept his sort of personal and personality. Well, I'm some, not se- separate to some uh, to enough degree that Dick most Cheney's grandchildren him. probably love him dearly. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't make him a good person. Jeffrey no. Dahmer was incredibly charming. Uh, my brother, incredibly. My brother charming. met him. One of my brothers mm-hmm. uh, met him because he lived and they lived in the same neighborhood, in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "That guy? Oh yeah, that guy was weird." <laughs> and uh, and uh, you're just like, "Well," and and he had to be charming. How do you get young yeah. guys to come over to your house and yeah. hang out with you, unless, unless you you're some- super charming? Yep. Well, it's like uh, my um, to take like the complete opposite. Like my sister, uh, she met Bill Clinton once, and she said, "And my sister's husband." Is super fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Very handsome. He's a handsome guy. And uh, she said, I would have cheated on Cornell with Bill Clinton. Your sister's married <laughs> to Cornell West? No, she, no, okay. her. her, her <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yes, Cornell West. He yeah. could get He's it. also super fine. <laughs> he <laughs> could get it. Um, no. But, but she said she, said she would have cheated with Bill Clinton. Just because of the way he made her fit. In the 30, 45 second encounter that they had, she met him like through her job at some event. Um, cause she works for Xerox. <laughs> and she's like, he makes you, like for 45 seconds they talked, and he made her feel like he was the, like she was the only woman in that room, and right. that she was the most beautiful yeah. creature he had ever seen, mm-hmm. and that she was super intelligent in 40 seconds. Right. Right. And she was like, if he had said, that hey, girl, of- I need you to come upstairs with me, she's like, I would have said, Cornell, I have to go. <laughs> We've, I think we've all met people that are that sort of mesmerizing, yeah. and they're really good at like that focus. You know, mm-hmm. it was I, weird. Actually, I have a David Allen Greer story about oh, please. that. Please, okay, David Allen Greer, a couple Thugs. about uh, maybe about eight years ago, came with me to Thanksgiving dinner at my sister in law's house here okay. in the LA area. Um, and my dad was there. It was right. It was few, it was right before my dad died. It was a few months before he died. Uh, my dad uh, is a person who needs to be watched, or was a person who needs to be, who needed to be watched. <laughs> Why? And, um, he liked to get drunk and do things. Oh, he was and, a drunk guy. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, another, he had other We're habits. And my to- sister-in-law's, um, my sister's uh, father-in-law was also the same way. So David came. <laughs> well, at least he had someone to party with. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, and they had already been like at the house for a minute. 
drinking Hennessy as black men are wont to do. And um, they ran out of Hennessy. So they got David to drive them in his Porsche to the liquor store. And had the three go- of them? Yeah. So the three in a Porsche? In a Porsche. And they were gone for like two hours. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> They, 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 you know, they what sound happened. like the men in my family who love an, they love an errand. They're just like, especially Thanksgiving Day when they're like, is there an errand that we can get away from these people? Wow. Let's all go on an errand. Wait, he won't. So that's just lost time. It's lost time. He won't. I'm gonna, I never forgot that would happen. I'm going to get him to tell. <laughs> I need to know. Now I'm just, just like, all right, follow up. And then now I think he doesn't quite. KevinAveryComedy.com. <laughs> Email Kevin and find out what happened <laughs> after he talks to Dan. Where have you guys been? Like, they were like, like, oh, we're just, about it. just doing an errand. Like, we just going to the stove. Wow. That's a movie in real time right there. Oh, that would have been great wow. if there was only an oscillating fan inside that <laughs> uh, Porsche. Right. Come back. He oh came back when his car was fine and. All right. But they were gone for two hours to go to a store that's like well, two minutes Well, isn't the Porsche like a two-seater? Like, I just don't yeah, picture a, a couple of old men See, squashed into this Porsche. Three old men in a Porsche. See, three old black guys in a Porsche. Already, it's weird. Well, two-seater, what happened? His, like, right. Who's sitting on whose lap? In his 40s, and my dad and um, my my father-in-law were in their, were in their 70s. Right. Maybe David's Porsche has a, has a sidecar. <laughs> no, I think they all just because my dad, those, my dad a is jump a, was, seat? A, was yeah. a small man. <laughs> jump seat. So I actually think he sat on Arthur's lap, on my father-in-law's lap. Uh, you guys, this is seriously, this might be the fastest hour that I've ever had in the <laughs> Dork Forest. It has flown by, yeah. We, what were we, talk, were we talking we about just, Star Wars? What? For seven minutes, we talked about Star Wars, and then it completely digressed. But it was, I thought it was an excellent episode, you yes. guys. This I was super fun. fun. we got to have you guys back. And when I say we, I mean me and Tiberius. Sure. Um, yes. sure. Uh, Tibe. Right. Yeah. So, so people got to do Clee the Pimp mm-hmm. and at Kevin Avery oh, on Twitter, on Twitter mm-hmm. and dot, uh, com. And yeah. Clee, you're probably on uh, Facebook too, right? Yes, I if am. If people want to friend you. Clee Wiggins on Facebook. Clee Wiggins on Facebook. Yeah, I'll, me, I'll give, link it up. I'm on yeah. Facebook too. And, and if you want to find, can I, if I could, yeah, yeah. if you want to find out about Thugs the Musical, you can go to thugsmusical.com. Oh, okay, you did buy that um, one, thugsthemusical.com. Yes. Yeah, we well were on done. that Well done. Yes, someone made me because I'm irresponsible and don't know what the hell I'm doing. No, you're just so. We'll, we'll have things. future screenings uh, around the country, mm-hmm. and uh, we've already been to a couple festivals, and it's been very well received. And we okay. won an audience award, and so that's Hi. neat. Yeah, oh, I'm an award-winning film. There you Hi. Go. What? Uh, what uh, is? Is it? Uh, what, was you, the you know, what was the award? It was the it was, good job it, it award. Was an audience, it was a nice. It was the, it was the hats off. Award. <laughs> <laughs> it was the little pat on the it's, back. He was looking at you. Award. award. Yeah, it was. Uh, an, Look what you did. Board. You were up there. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you. <laughs> yep. And then you do stand-up comedy, of Kevin course. Avery, yes, and uh, people can see that mm-hmm. on your website mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and find what where you'll be playing. Yes. Where Where are you going to be in March and April? Um. No, we're just around L.A. Just around in, L.A. In May, I'll be in San Francisco with the Punchline. And okay. Other, yeah. I'm so. going to be at the Punchline in San Francisco myself. I believe. It's either in March or April, and then with Eddie, Eddie Peptone, I'm featuring Sweet. for, I'm going to split Fun. week, and uh, so I'm headlining two nights, and then featuring for Eddie Friday, Saturday, nice. Thursday, nice. Friday, Saturday, so um, I think, something like that, yeah. and then I'm uh, in Portland, and Austin, Texas, and um, Portland, Oregon, Austin, Texas, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Salt Lake City, uh, go to JackieCation.com, <laughs> look at my uh, dealio, and uh, come out, and uh, thanks for listening to the Dork Forest, it was a great one, thanks a lot. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?
If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?